Do I look fat? Welcome to the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your host, Steffi Kiss. Today's guest is someone I would consider a full-on creative, an incredible grinder, and a complete sweetheart, the fashion designer, Jasenia Lopez. Hey, boo. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. You know, just really enjoying myself, enjoying the weekend. Mm-hmm beautiful summer weather we've been having it's a little gloomy here in new york but it's been nice i love it mm-hmm. i've been getting as much sun as i possibly can definitely so let me tell you something so i was talking to my friend um the other day and i was telling him how much like i love the sun and like it just gives me so much energy and i was like i'm like a crystal like you know you have to charge your crystals in the sun Mm -hmm. like i just need to like i need to get charged with the vitamin d and the sunlight and all of that because it just it revitalizes me Mm -hmm. i always say that we're plants we have to be treated like plants Mm -hmm. we have to drink lots of water we have to get our sunshine um we also need love and you know and yeah we're plants basically <laughs> right right <laughs> uh, so that's just amazing so guys Jasenia is a fashion designer she, well she's a full-on creative this girl she does it all um but she is a fashion designer that is her baby the number nine clothing brand um Jasenia, what would you say you would describe your brand as? I would describe number nine as an inclusive brand. Um, We focus on sustainability is one of our pillars. It's very important to be sustainable in everything that we do Um, and inclusive. So what I mean by that is that we use fabrics and design styles that really allow us to either use materials that are natural or eco-friendly, mm-hmm. as well as using design styles that are classic and timeless, which, you know, hopefully if you have a timeless and classic piece in your closet, you will have to purchase less. Um, right. So that's really important. And also I try to focus on uh, creating one size fits all clothing mm-hmm. because if you change in your weight or, you know, it just allows for more opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else can wear it. If you, you know, if you get a little slimmer, you, you get a little more thicker, mm-hmm. it still fit. It still fits. So I incorporate a lot of ties and things like that into my clothes. Right. I love that factor about all of your designs, because for me, I mean, you've seen me, I, me and Jasenia, we've known each other for a few years now mm-hmm. and she's seen me going up and down and I still have the, the little kimono thing that I had purchased for you. When I turned 30, I thought I bought it for my 30th trip, my 30th birthday trip to Miami. I'll never forget. And I love it. And I've worn yes. it skinny. I've worn it bigger. I just, it's, it's amazing. Um, yes. <laughs> but it's just, that's such a good outlook to have because fashion, it changes a lot. But like you said, there's always those timeless pieces that you can just wear for the rest of your life. Like, for example, my grandmother, she's 93 years old. She has dresses that I'm pretty sure I've seen my entire 35 years of life, but they're still fire and it's her style. So there's always a difference between style and fashion, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. you know, like fashion is always like what's in, you know, in mode, I guess, like, what do they say in like Italy? 
en moda o whatever. Yeah, la moda. <laughs> la, la moda. moda. <laughs> <laughs> right. But style is what you have, you know, within. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to do a little um, game, like a little icebreaker, just to loosen things up a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, every week I'm trying something new. We've done all types of things. So I'm always trying to just switch it up a little bit so it doesn't get like redundant or anything. So we're going to do a little variation on the alphabet game. So we're going to start, I mean, I don't know how many of you know what the alphabet game is, but it's basically you pick a category and you start with each letter of the alphabet and you go back and forth until basically somebody loses. Um, okay. So I figured we can do you know, clothing related, fashion related. So clothing, clothing brands, um, maybe accessories and things like that. Just things that you wear. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? You should start. I should start. Okay. So a, of course I, you know, I had to come up with one already, so I'm going to say this one was hard. I'm going to (laughs) say a line dress. A line dress. Okay. Mm -hmm. B bell sleeve okay c cardigan d dockers <laughs> that's like that's the worst car. brand ever it's the only thing you could think of right um okay e earrings <laughs> f fendi okay g gloves H hat. I. Uh, I Zod. <laughs> <laughs> Who even wears that? I'm sorry for any I Zod wearers out there. <laughs> J jeans. K kimono. L loafers. M M mittens. Okay. N Nike. O overalls. P puffer. Q quilted jacket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What comes after Q? R. 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 Romper. S. Shorts. T. Trainers. U. Underwear. V. Vest. What is it? X? X. (laughs) What the fuck starts with an X? W. 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 Waist <laughs> trainer. <laughs> X. Uh, X. Uh, yeah. We got pretty far, bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> you you know, you can have that. I don't know anything about X. X. Oh, oh, oh. XOXO. You remember okay, that brand? Okay, old school, old school. <laughs> yes. We'll just say why Yoji Yamamoto. That's my favorite designer. Aww. <laughs> Shout out to, what is it, Yoji? Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Shout out to Yoji mm-hmm. Yamamoto. 
Um, okay, so that was fun. We got basically to Z. Let's see. What come what starts with the Z? <laughs> there has to be some like there has to be some white girl brand like Zoe. There has to be. Like, I'm gonna just say that. Yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Okay, guys. So that was fun. You know, we laughed, yeah, we giggled. <laughs> we talked about it. So we're just going to get into our first segment of the episode. And as you guys know, it's Eat Your Heart Out. And we're going to do it a little bit different. Um, we're going to talk about how to go on a fashion diet. So how many times have you stared at a closet full of clothes and felt like you have nothing to wear? I don't know about you, but this shit happens to me all the every. Every season, season yes, <laughs> as soon does. as it either starts to get warm <laughs> or cold, I don't have anything to wear. And it's really ridiculous because it's like, what was I wearing all last year? Because I, where did all those clothes go? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like I, one of the things that I try when the seasons have changed is sometimes it's really easy to wear the things that you always wear right um or that you're used to wearing you're familiar to wearing and usually you know maybe you do laundry you're gonna put them maybe right in the beginning of your closet or in in a place that feels familiar Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i feel like just moving the things around your closet um can help a lot if you're not trying to spend money on clothes right. you just kind of want to switch it up or or you know just go for that thing that you don't usually wear right um you know because i think that we have a lot of things in our closet that we might just give a lot of thought of how we look in it or how we may um you know how it may tie together and mm-hmm. it's like you know just wear it and try to build a look around it yeah yeah definitely um that's actually a good suggestion with the moving your clothes around because there are always like, it'll be the end of a season. Like let's say end of summer. And I'm like switching out my wardrobe because I usually put my summer clothes like in a luggage and I pack it away and take out my winter clothes. And when I'm doing that, I'll be like, Holy shit. I had these shirts. I had this shirt and these shorts and I never wore them because they were perfectly folded on the bottom of my drawer. And I just totally forgot about it. Like out of sight, out of mind exactly (laughs) um so they give you a couple of suggestions on this fashion diet that i found on vogue.com and it was basically the first thing that they want you to do is do an inventory check so it's like you can forget about the things that you have like you bought this white t-shirt you know two years ago but you only wore it once because it's a white shirt so you don't want to wear it too much because then it gets dingy and then you forget all the fuck about it yeah (laughs) um so basically go through your wardrobe find out what works for you find out just so you don't end up buying doubles because i do that a lot i'll end up having like five black t-shirts for no reason whatsoever and instead of me figuring out like hey you just bought two new ones at the end of last year so i think you'll be okay you don't need to buy more now Mm -hmm. that's just it's a waste it's a waste Mm -hmm. to have so much some in my opinion Um, another suggestion that they gave was to buy for the present and not the future. So they gave us, uh, 
like an example here that we're all guilty of buying clothes a size smaller for when I lose weight. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done that. Like I have. Like smaller? Like on purpose. Not that you bought it and it didn't fit. Not well, so my my the example that I can give is I went to a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of their store mm-hmm. and I found these wax denim jeans. Okay. I love wax denim jeans. Good quality. They were like $14, something that would cost 80 to 90, even more. Right. So I bought them. They didn't fit me, but I bought them because they were only $14. Right. And I okay. Said, well, if I can get into these pants, that'll be amazing. They're right. still in my closet though. Okay, so (laughs) I've done something like that, but not really. So I had bought a pair of white jeans and I've never in my life owned white jeans because they just don't come in my size for whatever reason, at least not the type I want. I want a good thick denim not mm-hmm. like those stretchy fashion yeah. over. and no shades of fashion over like i have fashion over all, clothing. Me, all the shades of fashion over. <laughs> all the shades of fashion sorry the, the designer <laughs> has spoken but <laughs> now nah, they do be like ripping off designers and shit like that like it's yeah they're just they don't even pay their employees so they're yeah. problematic oh mm-hmm. okay yeah i did not know that thank you for, mm-hmm. for telling me that of course um but yeah, so I don't want jeans from there. I don't want white. I want good denim jeans. And I was surprised to find like good ones at H&M. And okay. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I got the size. I looked at it and I, and I saw the thigh area and I'm like, I really don't think my thigh is going to fit in that, but it's my size. So I'm just like, it was hot out too. So I didn't want to try it on in the store. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Those jeans, I bought them shits like, I don't even know how long ago. At this point, like, I should just give them away. They still have the tags on them. Like, fully in the end of my closet. Like, if you saw them right now, you would think I just got them from (laughs) (laughs) H&M. I always call them my um, Miranda from Sex and the City jeans. Yes. Because so the day I find them, please understand I'm going out and I'm fucking I'm turning up. I don't even care. Like somebody come get this kid because I'm putting these jeans on and I'm going somewhere. That is how I feel about those wax denim jeans. Like don't catch me in these jeans with a nice booty on because girl first of all, I don't even care any I don't care about anything else I'm wearing. Like as long as I have those jeans on, you can't tell me anything about myself. Like I know I'm the shit. i feel that oh man so another thing is they say you know buy for the present not the future is that they want you to invest in well-fitting practical clothing um so i had started actually getting my clothes tailored because to find clothing that i could just buy off the rack that fits me and my body top is like impossible So I have to get, you know, my pants taken, you know, hemmed. Um, Sometimes I have to get my jeans taken in a waist because my legs are so big in comparison to my waist that it's like, it doesn't fit right. It's it's a pain in the ass, but it's worth it. Um, I might have to start doing that with Ethan too, actually. He's getting, getting, 
he's getting so long. Yeah. But he's still so skinny. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. These jeans, they're all high, high rise on him because if I go too high, they don't fit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah. But at least we know, you know, guys go through it too. Yeah. Yeah. Tailoring is a, a very good option for clothing. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, most clothes should be tailored. The thing is that we've gotten so into athleisure mm-hmm. that that clothes doesn't need to be tailored if you have like stretchy clothes on, you know, right. like joggers, leggings, and stuff like that. Right. But, um, a lot of fast fashion doesn't fit well Mm-mm. because it's not made well, you right. know? And so, you know, and, but it's also, it's not even made well enough that you would go get it tailored right? for like real fat, you know, like real. So yeah. Sometimes the tailoring would cost more than the item. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I remember my aunt used to tell me this all the time. She used to always say that she had to get her, ta- her jeans taken in. But then I was like, you know, she was wearing things like cloth- clothing was better back then. So even if she wore low end fashion, just the materials themselves, like they just they weren't as watered down as they are now. Um, I don't know a lot about fabric. Obviously, you would be the connoisseur in that. When you, do you shop online? I should ask you first. Is that something you do? I mean, now I guess you have to because of. Yeah, I've definitely been shopping more online Mm -hmm. now. I'm not a fan of shopping online at all. Mm -hmm. Um, One, it it just, nothing ever looks the same. It's like, Mm -hmm. I love the experience of being able to touch something, see what it looks like, try it on you know, see what it feels like on my body. Like mm-hmm. comfort, comfort is the most important thing for me. I, I really believe that that's one of the keys in dressing. If you're not comfortable, you're going to look uncomfortable. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're just not going to be in a good mood. Yes. At least me. I don't know, but that's how I feel. Um, yeah. Yeah. Being uncomfortable, it definitely, it, it takes apart your whole experience, you know, like you're in a room, you're, you feel like maybe your shirt is like, if you, okay, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever had a button up shirt and you're just sitting down and you can see all the way through it. It fits everywhere else, but it's like the buttons are just they're not, I guess they're not close enough together or the material just, it doesn't mesh well. That happens to me all the time. And that makes me so self-conscious that I feel like everybody else is looking at me because I know I feel uncomfortable with the way I feel in my clothing. I feel like everyone is also seeing how uncomfortable I am. Yeah. Heightens the anxiety, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you also have to deal with like not liking something and having to send it back and Lord knows mail right now is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I just love to feel things. I I don't mind buying things online that are like house things, like mm-hmm. shelves and stuff like that, that I kind of have an idea. But as far as clothes go, um, I really like to be able to touch it, feel it, and put it on. Right. So I am going to confess something to you. Recently- okay. 
um i did do a fast fashion kind of haul because you know <laughs> I, <laughs> i'm I not rich you. but you know it's hard to go shopping and it's hard to find deals that can fit your budget and still be good and still you know it's like there's so many levels and so many things that Absolutely. that a brand can do wrong and why you shouldn't support them you know so it's mm -hmm. it's, it's it's hard it's hard out there um but let's get into the next tip uh so they say to develop a love for basics. And you mentioned this actually in your brand. You're good on like versatile pieces. You like pieces that can be a staple in your wardrobe and things like that. Um, so their examples were like versatile, like white shirts, black tops, well-fitting jeans, um, you know, different types of dresses, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because that's what your brand is based on. How do you feel about that? I, I'm sure you're... All for it. Yeah, I love basics. I really do. Um, I think you can't go wrong with white jeans and t-shirt. Um, but I also I'm fabulous mm -hmm. and I want people to be fabulous, whether you know, however you identify, just tap into that fabulousness. So right. basics for me don't always have to be so basic. And that's kind of one of my terms is not so basic basics because okay. i feel like sometimes we can get lost in in basics you know mm -hmm. um you can get lost in the jeans and a t-shirt you can get and it's important to kind of switch it up and you know do something that makes you feel fly right um so you know if you have jeans and a t-shirt maybe you have some statement earrings and like a nice cl clutch that pops um mm -hmm. You know, if you're a male, maybe you have a jeans and a t-shirt and a really cool um, bomber jacket or a really cool, mm -hmm. even a blazer on top. I love a man in a blazer. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's about, you know, a well-fitting blazer. A well-fitting blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think it's, it's good to have those basic pieces, the jeans, the t-shirt kind of thing. But I think it's also good to have those not so basic, basic piece, pieces mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, a bomber, but a bomber can go a very long way. You can wear that with a dress, you can wear that with a skirt, you can wear that with jeans. So it's like, but it adds a little bit of character, personality, right. and a pop texture to your mm -hmm. outfit. Um, and also, I'm a big fan of anything that wraps. So, mm. you know, wrap skirts, wrap pants, wrap dresses, especially in the summertime. Right. They're just perfect. They're perfect. And I wear mine sometimes. I've worn it with heels. I've worn it with Birkenstocks and just super chill. Mm -hmm. And they're mm -hmm. just so comfortable. Style also is everything. But for me, I feel like when it comes to building like your your basics, it's yeah. good to stay in like neutral colors. So like your whites, right. your blacks, your creams, your nudes, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can buy different things. So you can buy your t-shirts, you can buy your jeans, you can buy, you know, pencil skirts and you can have a white one, you can have a black one, things like that. And those are things that you can always interchange as well. You can dress mm -hmm. them up, like you said, you can dress them down. Um, what I like to do, and this is like a little, a major key right here, is I like to think about when I'm styling myself, I like to think about what vibe am I trying to give off? Where am yep. I going? What 
where, how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel within the mood of it? So for example, um, for my birthday next week, I am going to a rooftop with a couple of my friends and I wanted it to be like, (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but this is how my mind works. I wanted it to be like a desert oasis because it's like summer and it's hot, but we don't have any bodies of water that we can be on. Um, And it's like, we can't really go anywhere. So like we're in a desert, you know, like that's literally the vibe that I have in my head. And that is how I styled myself, like literally. And that's just because like, that's how I wanted to feel. Um, I think it's good to have your basics because you can do that you can still wear what you're comfortable in, but style yourself in whatever vibe you want to go. So like, if you want to buy like a hat or if you want to buy like a necklace or shoes, it's mm-hmm. not you're buying a whole outfit. Yeah, I would, I definitely say that for me, when I per- make purchases, I would say, mm, I really go bold in my accessories, my outerwear and my shoes. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like those are really changeable. Like those, those are what make the outfit. Mm-hmm. That's what can change the outfit. And that's what's going to allow you to just create more looks is because now you have all these things that you can add and play with. Mm-hmm. I know that's easier for women sometimes because we have like a plethora of well, I mean, guys have a thousand and one sneakers, so. True. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe having some cool sneakers. I mean, because think about it. Like, a guy can literally wear black jeans and a t-shirt, a black t-shirt with any sneaker. Like, with any sneaker. And he could be, like, passable to go out in the street. Like, he doesn't yeah. have to put that much thought into it, you know? Yeah. there. Yeah, we definitely have to put um, a lot more thought into what we wear mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that comes also with you know with again with simplicity it's like sometimes just have those easy to grab pieces that you don't really have to think about too much mm-hmm. and sometimes those people are the ones that actually attract the most attention because mm-hmm. it's like if you think about it let's say for example a guy is wearing all black and then he has like these crazy sneakers on what's the first thing you're going to look at is these crazy sneakers. Yeah. That's where your eyes are going to go, you know? So it's like, that can be, that that can attract people within itself. And he's literally just wearing basic clothes, you know? Mm-hmm. Probably well-made, but basic-ass clothes. Mm-hmm. I think that that's also a great point that you pick up, um, that you mentioned is well-made clothes. It just mm-hmm. looks better. It does like, look better. You know, if you're looking at a blazer that's well-made and a blazer that's not well, usually blazers that are not well-made don't even have a lining, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, or if they do have a lining, just don't fit right, you know? Right. Um, Like as soon as you put it on, you can just feel it. Yeah. It might be a little tight in the shoulders or just the lapels don't lie the way that they're supposed to. So if someone was shopping online, what would be some fabrics that you would want to either stay away from or buy like you know because I like to look at what the clothes are made of when I shop online just because it tells me like if it has any little bit of stretch or if there's no stretch or anything like that just so I know what I'm getting into right um well I think that for me um 
I usually stay away from wovens. I'm not a big fan of wovens. Um, mm-hmm. in a in a sense, which is funny that I say that because my whole brand is made out of woven. <laughs> I really like linen because okay. it's easy to work with. But again, the reason that that I feel like it works for my brand is because I focus on making inclusive clothing. So right. it does fit, you know? Um, a lot of times, like polyester and rayon, they're really bad synthetic fabrics. Um, mm-hmm. They're not the best. Mm-hmm. If you have sensitive skin, you can get irritated by by those synthetic fabrics. Okay. But I think that my kind of rule of thumb, if I am shopping online, is I try to stay away stay away from wovens. Um, but again, that's my personal preference. Some people really love to wear wovens. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do purchase a woven. I look at what the construction, is there a tie? Is there elastic in the waistband? Mm. Is there maybe smocking in the back? Smocking is like those kind of like crisscross elastic things that kind of make the dress more stretchy. I don't know if you've seen them like at the back of a sundress or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I look at those things because if you can see how the dress is constructed, Mm -hmm. you can know if there's room. Right. Um... I think also just finding clothes that I feel flatters my body. Mm -hmm. Um, So I usually try to find stuff that might have wider legs or, you know, like a wide leg pant Mm -hmm. or if I am shopping online, because at least I know if the construction is right, let's say if there's a pair of pants and they have you know, they're really nice wide leg pants. Okay. That's good. I know my thighs are going to fit there. Right. Cause that's a, tr- a problematic area for me. Mm-hmm. And if it has an elastic waistband with maybe like, you know, these can be really nice, even made, made out of a woven fabric. Right. But if I, if I can, um, if I know they have those two elements, okay, this is a contender. The second thing I would also say is People love to shop online, but what people do not like to do is look at the measurements before they purchase. Mm -hmm. So really, like if you do, if you are an online shopper, I would say get a measuring tape because they usually have a sizing guide. And Mm -hmm. the most important thing that you should measure um, is your waist and your hips. Yes. But especially for us ladies, our 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 hips you know if we if we don't know how wide our hips are and we buy these pants because we think they fit even if it is your size mm-hmm. because brands run differently and honestly that i feel like right now sizing in the fashion industry is very split down the middle it's like there's brands that are very transparent and they're like, Hey, we make all sizes or, you know, they try to cater to a wide mm-hmm. range of sizes. And then there's other brands that, that just don't just care. <laughs> don't care. They got either like a small, medium, large, or they'll have extra small, extra, extra small, small, medium, large, and maybe an extra large. And only which, in certain pieces. And you know, that extra large, like I bought extra large that I'm like, all right. And then I put it on and it's like, yo, this is not a real extra large. This is a large. Yeah. I tell my friends all the time. If you're going to shop online, 
make sure you look at the measurements. Like you have to look at the measurements because I've done, you know, these clothing hauls where I've bought, you know, I bought a medium and like an extra large or a, or a double XL, depending on the cut, depending on the fabric. And like you said, depending exactly. on the construction. Because and the way they the way that you want it to look on you. Cause right. I bought pants that I wanted them to be like baggy on me. Mm-hmm. And I've had to go up to double XL or size, mm-hmm. you know, 20. So I could get the look that I want. And exactly. but like you said, now I got to get the waist tailored and yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fashion. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Um, <laughs> and I think that that's why when they're saying like, um, the staple pieces. That's very important if you want to save money. And I think that's a good tip for this fashion diet. The last tip was to share and upcycle. So they're basically saying like, ask your friends if you can borrow their clothes and their accessories, and you can offer to lend your own. I'm not against that, to be honest. You know how many dresses I have in my closet right now that I'll probably never Mm -hmm. wear again? Like it's, it's, if you want to take a dress, <laughs> you can have it. Like those honestly. are those are actually super fun. I've done it with a couple of my girlfriends before, and we'll just put a put a put together a bag that uh, we feel is like clothes that we're willing to give away, and we'll all link up like mm-hmm. at somebody's house, and we'll have like a little um, clothing swap. That's fun, actually, and and it's a great way to like get clothes immediately and not have to you know, make like new clothes, something that's new to you mm-hmm. um, and not having to spend any money. And then also the way you wear something is probably different from the way I would wear something anyway. Exactly. So it's like, okay, yeah, I took these jeans from Jasenia, but she never wore them with a crop top maybe. Like, you know, like yeah. you wouldn't even know. Um, mm-hmm. And then upcycling is basically changing the clothes you have into something else. Um mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm good for turning a dress into a shirt. I am good for that. Okay. <laughs> if it's last minute and we're going somewhere and you're like, yo, and I don't, and I feel like I don't have anything to wear. And I'll be like, well, I haven't worn this. Like I just said, I have a thousand dresses in my closet. I'll be like, I haven't worn this dress in a while. Put this shit, tuck it in some high-waisted jeans and we out the fucking door. I don't care. <laughs> yeah i i love um i love upcycling um i've actually made an upcycled collection before where i got people to donate some jeans and uh you know i st- mm-hmm. i made a couple pieces um i think upside upcycling is great and thrifting as well i think that those two are the most sustainable Mm-hmm. options for shopping in today's world um thrifting you can find some really amazing things you can thrifting, i've found like leather coach bags i found vintage chanel vintage oscar de la renta i've found just amazing pieces amazing pieces that i'm like wow i would never like this will be with me for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I found this amazing, um, blanking on the brand right now, but it was a black linen wrap dress and mm. it is my summer staple. I, I love think that I piece. know what dress you're talking about. Yeah. You've probably is it seen the one with, it. it has pockets. Um, I think it does have pockets. <laughs> I think I've seen you in that dress. Um, 
but yeah, no, thrifting is amazing. I used to have this friend who would always go to Beacon's Closet like around yeah. her birthday and she would always find like a dress from like either the 90s or the 80s and then have it tailored like either tightened or shortened or whatever the case is and she would look fire like and people would be like where did you get that from and she'd be like i paid 12 dollars." and like that's the key to thrifting is like people will be like oh well i don't ever find anything or like nothing fits me it's like no you find what you like and then mm -hmm. you take it to a tailor and make them have it fit you because I've seen ama like amazing pieces where I'm like, it's just their vintage and clothes is not made like that anymore. I'm talking right. about like pants that come up to the side. They mm -hmm. have buttons climbing all the way down, darts all the way through. They just fit perfectly. They just may be like two or three sizes too big, but if you right. take it to a tailor, they'll, they'll do it all for you. And it's like, no one else is going to have those pants. And it'll still be, be cheaper than market price. And they're like, they're high, high quality pants mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever piece it may be. So I really encourage people, um, even though I am a designer, I encourage people the best way to be conscious about shopping is to thrift mm -hmm. and to share clothing, do swaps. Um, and then, you know, if I get it, you know, sometimes we just want to show out, we want to buy something real nice, mm -hmm. fresh. We don't want any, you know, thrifting involved. Cause I get that, you know, yeah. also with when you buy clothes, it has energy attached to it, whether someone previously owned it or whether it's coming from a designer like me who, mm -hmm. who made, made it. it, um, there's energy involved in that. So sometimes, yeah, you do feel like, you know, I want something fresh. Mm -hmm. I want something, you know, so in that case, I would say really try to do some research um, to support small brands because then, you know, you, you know that you're positively being able to impact a designer and a small business owner. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that those are the, 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 the two most uh, conscious ways to shop. And then the third one, this is not so much really, uh, related to fashion, mm -hmm. but mostly, um, just in general is to buy reusable things, um, reusable mugs, reusable straws, mm -hmm. anything that you can buy that would be, um, disposable, try to buy reusable. Even you can buy reusable paper towels or just use rags at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and also biodegradable things as well. I mean, that's taking it really into that conscious consumerism, but, right. um, but that's really important. I think it's important because climate change is very real and what's what a big not the only because it's deep it goes very deep but we won't we won't go there mm -hmm, right but a big a big portion <laughs> of why things are the way they are in regards to climate change is because of the fashion industry mm -hmm. um the fashion industry is one of the biggest um polluters in the mm. world so we have to think about that when we when we're and just consumption in general like right. we buy they say the life cycle of a bag is 10 minutes of a plastic of a bag. plastic bag wow and so you think about it it's like you know bring a reusable bag 
mm-hmm. and things like that. They really add up. They help you to understand and get more in tune with the energy of what you're doing, what you're consuming, where your money is going. Right. Yeah, no, it's very important to be conscious of all of that because at the end of the day, we're not just making it better for us. Like we're, we're making it better for the next generation and the generation after that. Like we want our, you know, our future generations to be in a world where they can actually live and breathe. Right. And yeah, that's very important. Um, I did like the way they ended this article um, because it said, most importantly, don't feel poor for what you cannot afford. Feel rich for what you have. Experiencing gratitude is a big part of shopping sensibly. So that's mm-hmm. also like, that's, I, I, I really was proud of Vogue for ending with a word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not something you see often. Um, but that was, that was a pretty good one. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about with the conscious consumerism, because you have to know, like, don't try to over consume. Like, yes there's no reason for you to have all these things and then you're just going to throw them away or, you know, be sitting there and then you'll throw them away eventually in time, you know, cause everyone throws away how many times, well, maybe not throwing away, maybe you give them away, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize that the fashion industry was that big of a polluter, but it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a it's huge a second, industry. It's a second biggest industry um the first obviously is oil Mm. um oil oil just kind of travel and all all those carbon emissions that's the first one the second which a lot of it is derived from fashion it's people are pouring these dyes into the water people Mm -hmm. are not being paid uh people are getting paid a dollar a day or less honestly um so it's really important that when we buy things we really think about where is my dollar going especially mm-hmm. in this time right now mm-hmm. we need to be very very smart about where our money is going because we right now you're either feeding the system and feeding capitalistic consumer greed mm-hmm. or you're you're feeding a family mm-hmm. or you're feeding you know like and that's really I hope that people can really start thinking about that, you know, and also what companies are we supporting? Because there's a lot of companies that right now we're finding out, you know, they either use prison labor or they, you know, don't pay their employees the way that they should. So we want to just, you know, start make, start holding brands accountable if we're spending our dollar there. And That's if not, fact. go to somebody who is doing it right. And empower those people because that that we will see a change in the world that way. And show support um, for your small businesses. Yeah, um, they're the ones that need your money more than any other corporation. Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, Jasenia, she is a person of color just as I am. Um, we are both. How do you? I don't know how you identify Latina, Hispanic, Latinx. Yeah, all of the above. Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. all of that so mm-hmm. we have to pay attention to where our, our money goes we have to keep it within our communities because if we keep giving the white people our money like I, it just doesn't it doesn't help mm-hmm. at all we have to keep the dollar in our communities as mu- as yeah. for as long as we can like I had read somewhere and I was trying to look up the article but I can't pull it up um 
that I think the black dollar stays in the community for like a day, if that, or not even a day. I think it's like hours. Yeah, it was like six hours. I know what you're talking about. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and it's like the it's kind of the same thing for Latinos too. It's mm-hmm. like I think it was like maybe a day for Latinos, right. and then um, you know, obviously, I think it was like a a month or something in, in like um. I think Asian communities or mm -hmm. Jewish communities. I think it was like 26 days in the Asian community or something like Mm. that. So imagine like they're keeping their money in the community and we're just giving it away within hours. Mm -hmm. And we're it to me, it's, it's not the most important. It's, you know, even aside from color, it's just the corporation. Mm -hmm. That's the distinction. If you're helping a mom and pop company, you know you're helping to pay a light bill. You're helping to put food on the table. But if you're paying a corporation, you are funding a billionaire. That's mm-hmm. the way we have to look at it. You don't know where that money's going. You just know these people are getting paid maybe 7 to $12 to be there. And Right. And the, I, not- I feel like people give the um, – I'm sorry to interrupt you. But I feel like people give the argument where it's like, well – we have to, you know, give money to the corporations because all of these people will lose jobs. But it's just like, you can still do both, but these corporations need to do better so that we could want to support them. So it's like, we're supporting you for what? So that, yeah, the billionaire can get richer and richer, but not do anything for anybody else in the country. Like that's what, that's why it's important to empower our own businesses because Mm -hmm. if we start empowering one or more down the block right and you know they're just so busy that they can't maybe they'll open up another business mm-hmm. hire more employees so now those those people who are not getting paid nothing at target mm-hmm. are now getting paid 12 dollars plus tips you know or right. more you know so it's like as long as we just continue to feed the system and feed corporations, then we are going to continue to empower billionaires. Mm -hmm. And it isn't until we completely take our money out of these institutions and we put them into our own businesses. Mm -hmm. It's really a deep programming of our own businesses into our friends' businesses, you know, yeah, we, you're, sure. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen people go from doing things to being able to hire, you know, just doing things by themselves to being able to hire people. And mm-hmm. I, I think we just, like you said, it's the small businesses. We have to show definitely more support. Um, we have to stop being so judgmental in the beginning because I feel like it's always like, well, what have they done? How do I know I should support them? It's like... <sighs> Come because on. <laughs> this is your community and you want to keep your money in the community. The Another thing I will say is, you know, I usually tell this to people when we speak about conscious consumerism is conscious consumerism is not convenient. Right. Okay. So that means you're not going to go into a store and be able to go to the bedding aisle and go to, you know, I mean, you might be able to find a boutique that has a little bit of everything, which is nice, but mm-hmm. it, you know, that's, People really shop at these major corporations because they're convenient. Mm -hmm. They can go to one place and they can get everything that they need. So when you choose conscious consumerism, you are also choosing to be, um, to give up that convenience. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. It's not easy to give up the convenience. it's, It's also not 
a one overnight right an overnight thing and it's you know sometimes you have to pick and choose right sometimes it's like i can do this but again you know if you see there's somebody on the corner and they're selling fruits and vegetables pick up your vegetables there mm-hmm. um instead of going to stop and shop which probably has terrible fruits and vegetables anyway <laughs> right <laughs> like if we're gonna be transparent i would rather go to the person on the street exactly and it's like we're just so quick to go into these places because they're convenient but mm-hmm. like we're we're really doing ourselves a disservice right and our community is a disservice mm-hmm. definitely jasenia is always here with a word like i love it and this is why yeah. like i told her i was like <laughs> i needed her on my show because she will always take it there bro i fucking love her sagittarius ass okay <laughs> anyways i had to <laughs> And she just read me because, you know, I just did this clothing haul with my little fast fashion. Um, It was convenient. And honestly, you know, it's quarantine. Well, not quarantine, really. I don't know. What are, what is this? What are we called? It's a mess. It's a mess. (laughs) I keep on saying quarantine, but everybody's outside. So I don't even know what to call it. Um, Yeah. But I wanted to buy. We're being surveillance. We are. We Let are. Stop. <laughs> no, let's not go. We're not going to go there on this episode, but you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to buy a whole bunch of new summer clothes. Um, I don't usually buy clothes for work when it comes to summertime mm-hmm. because I, I don't, I don't want to go to work. So like, that's not what I usually want to spend my money on. Like, yeah, I'll buy stuff to go to work, but that's not what I'm focusing on. Like my style, right. my fashion, that's not what I'm doing this year. I was like, well, the only fucking thing I am doing is going to work. So bitch, I'm about to be a bad bitch in the office. <laughs> so I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought, you know, dresses and pants and, um, bathing suits and the whole nine for the summer. But of course, you know, I ordered from Shein, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how much you know about Shein, but it is the cheapest of the cheap, okay? Oh, yeah. But I fucks with it. Because honestly, okay, let me not say I fucks with it. For the price you pay, you can get semi-decent shit. Like, shit that you can probably get a wear or two out of. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. clothing that you're going to keep forever. This is literally, when they say fast fashion, like, this is fast oh, yeah. fashion. Okay, Don't so I was put just it in like, the dryer. bruh, no, you have to read your labels. Okay, make sure you read your sizing guide because even though I do that, I still fucked up. Like, do you know how I'm, mm-hmm. I have so many? I'm not even gonna return it. A bunch of the stuff, like, guys, again, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Shein, but like, we're talking about <laughs> pants are like $11.99. Okay, <laughs> like, it's cheap as fuck. But if you, you want know to why it's ask, cheap, though. Oh, <laughs> girl i i don't i know and that's why i said you read me and i I, i'm transparent this is the heart on my sleeve section okay so i'm gonna tell you that i've done fucked up and i gave she in all my fucking money well not even because it wasn't even expensive to be quite honest but um there's a lot of stuff that i'm actually gonna have to donate because i bought them thinking that they were one size but they really weren't i don't know if maybe i just misread the clothing or whatever but it's it doesn't even make sense for me to like exchange it or anything like it's not worth it so i'm probably just gonna donate it and you know whoever can use it can use it that's another thing that these sites they be saying one size and it's like one size for who oh i never buy anything one size like i never unless it's from you because you (laughs) will actually it'll fit me 
other than that whenever it says one size it's just like okay so basically one size up until 150 pounds because yeah. i don't even understand one size until large it's not <laughs> going up it's just small medium large there's nothing size. above large guys when we say one no. size that's what it means one size um but one of the bathing suits I bought, I actually wore. I went on, out on a boat yesterday and I had an amazing Cute. time. So I did want to actually touch on that. This weekend, I saw that you went on a little girl's like getaway trip. Thing. Yes. So we you- went to Hunter, New York, mm. upstate New York, and we just got a little Airbnb out there and hung out for three days. Yeah. Took it easy. That's beautiful. And you know, like mm-hmm. that's what's needed in this time, like just to get away, even if it's for a day, a weekend <laughs> or anything, just disconnect from Especially everything. being here in New York. Like I hadn't, I hadn't left, I hadn't been traveling. I was working on mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. So the last time I traveled was December for my birthday when I went home to see my family. Right. So I've been in New York for quite some time. So it was definitely really sweet to get away. Mm-hmm. See some new newness. For sure. Um, so I follow Jasenia on the gram. Um, I'll tag her information down below if she lets me. Uh, yes, <laughs> um, and I saw your pictures and I saw that you guys went to like a, like a lake and you were swimming and... You guys were very comfortable in the yes. skin that you were in. And you were with a group of girls. And I want to say all of you looked completely different. None of you had the same body type. You guys, you know, they were tall girls, short girls, thicker girls, skinny girls, like all of that. Um, but you guys just felt so comfortable. Um, do you want to tell me like how that experience was with you, like in the lake and just just all the body positive like energy that was around yeah it was honestly first i want to give a shout out to my girls to the ones Mm -hmm. that were there because they're just so beautiful and when you are surrounded by very beautiful people that lift you up you can't help but feel that way too so Mm -hmm. that's kind of the energy where we were on we were all kind of vibrating high but we were just like let's go higher you know, and let's really just allow ourselves to flow. Um, yeah, I brought a, so I will actually say that it wasn't until at least maybe a couple years ago that I finally started wearing two-piece bathing suits. Mm. Um, I was wearing one-piece bathing suits for a while, but then I would get very upset because my stomach wouldn't tan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just not cute like when you're trying to be sexy like and your right. stomach is not tan like it's, it's not just, cute at all it's not like, cute so um i'm gonna start a little bit in the beginning of the summer if that's cool with you but uh i started spending a lot of times you know everything's kind of been shut down mm-hmm. was shut down so the van Cortland golf course was shut down and we found a little area to kind of get into and Mm -hmm. so i spent the first half of the summer you know while this was all going down just kind of going to the golf course and getting sunshine there right and so but we noticed there wasn't that many people or there wasn't really anyone but every once in a while one person would come by but i found myself getting more comfortable with my body there Mm -hmm. um in the solitude 
Yeah, being able to like take off my top and allow my whole body to tan. Um, and I was doing this with these same females that I went on the trip with. So right. we've already seen each other's bodies. We've mm-hmm. already, we've allowed ourselves to be so open next to each other mm-hmm. and to not feel judged next to each other. I think that's important because sometimes you can feel positive in your body, but if you're mm-hmm. around people who do not help you feel positive. That is a big thing. You might feel like, damn, like, am I not as popping as I thought I was? And mm-hmm. so I, you know, even though you have all the power to claim that and be like, fuck what you think, you know, but sometimes it, that can definitely influence. So that's why I want to start off by shouting them out. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I would say, yeah, we were in a place where we didn't really know people and um, we're just very free. So there was, you know, we obviously one of our main things was we're going to be out in nature swimming in natural water is we mm-hmm. have to be naked yeah. like so I feel like it was kind of interesting um there were times where we were like we all felt amazing we were flowing we were vibrating we were we were just mm, mm-hmm. it was amazing but there was times where you know maybe a group or a family would come over and you know maybe we had we didn't we weren't like fully nude when the family came over but um People just felt like, or, you know, anyone would come over to kind of like Steve who was by the creek and they just, I don't feel like they were offended, but I felt like they felt like, oh, inappropriate. girls are here. Like maybe like it was inappropriate or maybe it was inappropriate for them to come into this space. Right. But I think it's also really important. Like for me, I was just there, you know, I had my underwears on. It's just my top that I was kind of tanning. But I think it's important to normalize bodies and stop sexualizing bodies because these are kids. Speak on it. Like you love titties. I love titties. Your baby loves titties. We all love titties. Like why, why, why is there this like, sexualizing of the body as soon as Mm -hmm. I really wish we could go back to the day where it was like oh breasts need to be hidden like when did that happen because it had to have there had to been a specific time or a specific rule or law or doctrine that was like women need to cover their breasts because it's it's called colonization (laughs) like seriously it's so ridiculous I hate that. I actually had somewhat of an argument with someone recently because I had posted a picture and I think you saw like side boob, right? And he's like, oh, your breasts are out. And I'm just like, I didn't know side boob was my breast. Like it's, it's, it's side boob. Like it's my Mm -hmm. breast, sir. Like, I don't know what to tell you. If it is out, like, that's the thing is like, this was something that's, that and for a lot of people you know some people were breastfed but most mm-hmm. of us this sustained us this is right. what gave us life mm-hmm. had we you know like so for us to turn around and you know shame somebody for being free in their body it just don't it doesn't make any sense and mm-hmm. it's just like we have to stop sexualizing the body in that way and instead liberate the body and that's what we were doing so people weren't able you know in that moment to be able to sit with us 
and that's fine. But we were there for healing because um, it wasn't sexual. Like, no, just because you all. see a naked body, like you can take a shower naked and it not be sexual. Like there are things you can do naked and it's not sexual. Like literally the only thing sexual is sex. Like, like let's, let's be real. So to have these people look at you like, oh my God, what you're doing is wrong because you have your your breast out or but your it was like off? also like men with no tops so you could see male nipples but you can't see female <laughs> nipples mind you male nipples serve little no purpose like no purpose so it's like but we had an amazing time like, <laughs> I, I, we were free like i you know and it was funny because we all kind of overpacked <laughs> but it was because we wanted a you know have different outfits and have right. different vibes like you know mm-hmm. you get out the shower you want something else on and so you know i just thought that was funny because it was like we we packed looks you know right. everybody kind of had and then yeah, i didn't wear looks. anything <laughs> no we did oh, okay yeah like, pic- okay yeah we took pictures and it, you know even if we didn't take pictures it wasn't about anyone seeing it was about us tapping into that that just high vibrational selves that we wanted to be in mm-hmm. that vibe all weekend. So it's like we we all picked out clothing, clothing, and brought with us clothing that reflected that and spoke to that and and accentuated that. So we look, you know, beautiful all weekend. That's that that is beautiful, actually. Mm-hmm. That is a great experience to experience with your girlfriends at that. Like to have a group of women just coming together and you know, connecting with nature, connecting with themselves, connecting with each other. You know, that's a beautiful thing. Um, yes. I had my own little like girls day yesterday. It wasn't, Tell you know, me. it wasn't as calm as you guys. Like, you know, we were acting up on a boat, but it made me think, you know, piggyback me on what you said, where these girls just make you feel so comfortable. Um, we were all in bathing suits and mm-hmm. I was the biggest girl there. And I did not feel uncomfortable in the slightest, like at all. They just, you know, like vibes are everything. And they just made me feel so like, bitch, like you're a bad bitch. Like that's what the vibes were. Like everybody on this boat is a badass bitch and we don't care. And we're having fun and we're here to celebrate our friend's birthday and who the fuck cares about anything, you know? Yeah, and don't don't rob your joy in that way. Don't rob mm -hmm. your joy. It's like, so bad how you can literally fuck up a whole, like you can have the best time of your life, but because you're feeling a way about how somebody else might be looking at you, you're not having a good time. Yeah. So I had, not, yeah. I had introduced a, a, a hashtag recently on another podcast that I was a part of. And it's basically your opinion of me is none of my business. And that's really just how I try to live my life. Because I'm tired of always feeling like people are judging me or, and I do this with everything, with everything, not just like with the way I look, but how I am at work, my performance at work, like just all types of things. And it's like, at the end of the day, I shouldn't really give that much of a fuck what your opinion is. If you are not, I've heard this somewhere, I think it was on my friend's podcast and they said, if you're not fucking me, feeding me or financing me I really don't care right (laughs) I think yeah I think it's important like if you to do good for yourself Mm -hmm. you know if you want to do better do better for yourself if you want to be better 
be better for yourself and, you know, challenge yourself in, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to, to lose yourself and what other people might think, you're just making up stories in your head. A lot Assumptions. of the times. Assumptions. And, you know, of, of course, like, always listen to your intuition for whatever it may be, but mostly just live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also for me, like, I've gained weight over um, over the past two years. Mm-hmm. So my body's changed. And, you know, it's something that was very hard on myself at first. And you have to be gentle with yourself in your journey because that's how you allow yourself to move and to, to shift, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so a lot of times if you're being too hard on yourself, you could just kind of stay stuck, you know. So right. being able to be soft with yourself in your process and it just allows you to be more gentle and kind to your body. Mm-hmm. And your body will respond better yes. to that in turn. If you're kind to your body, if you, you know, nourish it well, if you yep. rest and you hydrate and all of that, all of that stuff that you're supposed to be doing, your body will thank you in return. It really will. Um, I've actually been starting and I didn't even want to talk about this on here because I literally just started it. But on Monday, I started doing yoga in the morning, like as soon as I wake up and I do 30 minutes of yoga. And I'm I've never been a big yoga person like that's never been my practice. Um, I've always been more into like lifting weights and, uh, you know, like cardio gym shit you know I've always been like a gym rat I would wake up early in the morning and go to the gym um that hasn't been something that I've been able to do for the past couple of years which is why I've put on all this weight that I have put on in the past couple of years um so I wanted to try something new and I'm turning 35 next week so I'm not getting any younger I can't believe I'm gonna be fucking 35 five more years till 40 I'm stressing the fuck out but whatever um so I wanted to do something. I've just been feeling so tight, like in my limbs and my hips. And yes. it's, it's just crazy. I'm getting older. So I started to do this yoga and I have been, it has set such a mood for my day every day that I've done it. And today was day three. I did it. I was off from work yesterday and everything. And I still woke up early and I did my yoga and I was so yes. proud of myself. And it just feels so good, you know? Um, yes. So just doing that little bit for my body, like I needed to stretch out clearly. I needed to release all of, you know, the tension that I'm holding in these problem areas. Um, And I already feel like, of course, I'm not flexible as fuck now. I've only done it for three days, but I do feel better. Like I feel the endorphins. I feel happy. I feel I set my intentions in the morning while I'm working out. And like, it just, it just feels amazing. So I did want to share that with you guys. Of course, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of to touch base on that. Um, last weekend, one of my friends did a virtual wellness retreat. Mm. And so it was just like kind of on Zoom. And we, it was like seven women, seven or eight women. And we all came together and we did a little bit of yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we transitioned into a dance. And then from there, we transitioned into breathing, um, breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. And from there, you know, we transitioned into other things like journaling and stuff. But um, for me, uh, it was very nice to tap into that kind of workout, Mm -hmm. I would say, that was 
a yoga, which was like a stretch, the dance, which was like a movement meditation to get that stagnant energy moving. Um, and the breath work, which is just amazing, just to balance the body, align the body and mm-hmm. the mind. And um, it was really nice for me to practice that because I also can be very like into running, into very physical things. I'm a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of fire in me and mm-hmm. I need to find ways to, to you know, tran- channel that energy. Mm-hmm. And so I usually do very high paced things like hit. Um, I love to stretch because my body just honestly needs it. Nice. But I think that it's sometimes your body needs different things. Mm-hmm. So it's it not always going to gonna be, yeah, it's not, it's not always going to be a workout. It's not always going to be uh, like a weight. It's not always going to be running. Sometimes it does have to be breathing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does have to be stretching. It should be every day because stretching right. is just amazing. Um, and but, I, yeah. I didn't realize how much I didn't stretch. I was so <laughs> tight, but it's because I've always been so like loose and flexible. Like I never thought about it, but you have to stretch when you're loose and flexible too. Like you just have to. Yeah. Especially as you get older, like yes, even girl. me, I'm <laughs> turning 29. And I remember like when I was 23 and I'll be running <laughs> like six miles, seven, eight miles, and I'll be fine the next day. Now I run. And my body is feeling it the next day. And so I understand I have to show up for my body in a different way. I have to treat my body in a different way and, and, you know, read your body. Like Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, when to stop and, you know, when, when to go harder. Mm -hmm. And let's not get it twisted. Yoga is a workout. Oh, I sweat (laughs) in the morning. Uh Okay. Like that shit is hard. Holding these poses are hard. It's that's hard as fuck. (laughs) It's all core. It's all core. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a great episode. Um, yes. I'm so excited. I want to just, you know, trim this back a little bit just because we can talk for hours, me and Jay, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell my listeners where they can find you, boo. Yes. Uh, you can find me. My personal Instagram is at made underscore by Jay. And my brand is number nine, NMDR09. And our website is www.number9.com. Yay. I love it. I'm so proud of this girl. You have no idea. I will link all of her information down below. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I read all of my my reviews. Um, also I am accepting listener letters. You can send them over to the, do I look fat podcast at gmail.com. All of my Instagram information will be linked down below. Fine and thick pod on Instagram. Just how it sounds. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jay. This was a great conversation. I've been wanting to talk about clothes and fashion for so long and I got you. you on my episode this week. I'm so excited. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the, do I look fat podcast. Bye.